0: Hello and welcome to Saving Lives in Slow Motion. Today I'd like to talk about jealousy. So it's another one of these life topics today rather than something very medical. But, you know, these kinds of emotions do have an impact on our health. And, you know, before we get into the types of, of jealousy, I mean, there is a sort of medical perspective to this because there are different types of of, of jealousy, you know, and certainly it can be pathological um, or obsessional, you know, there's all, all sorts of types. But I remember years ago um, when I was a junior doctor and I was absolutely hating the particular job that I was doing. I remember going to um, a park where they had a, a mini railway train for young children and I was there with my cousin and his children and we didn't have kids at the time and I'd I'd had a terrible terrible time on call and I was finding the job that I was doing at the time overwhelming and the responsibility just too much and um, my focus you know when, when you're sleep deprived especially after a shift like that it's a bit like being drunk and I sort of zoned out and remember um, my niece and my nephew getting on this train and having a, a great time. But I was focused really on the, the chap that was driving this train. And it was it's like a, a dinky kind of train that's probably about a foot high off the ground, apart from the seat that he sits in. And I remember saying to my wife, do you know what, I'm so jealous of that guy right now. I just, I would love his job he looks like he's just having fun and he's making, you know, people happy. That's a silly example, but that is still a form of jealousy, although it was momentary and very much context specific. I think most of us get moments like that. And what I'd like to do is work out whether there's any such thing as normal jealousy and also why people get jealous over different things. And I'd like to look at when jealousy becomes dangerous and how we can navigate that. So a really quick thing to start is what's the difference between jealousy and envy? Well, apparently this is according to psychology. Jealousy is when you fear that something might be taken away from you and envy is when you want something that someone else has got, essentially. That's my understanding of it. So actually in my earlier example, I was envious of the the chap driving the train. So, one of the theories around jealousy and envy is the evolutionary psychology theory. And that relies very much on how we're wired as human beings and relies on some innate characteristics. For example, what happens with jealousy in social circles. So, an example of this would be if you did a survey of whether you'd be more jealous of your neighbor who's just got a promotion and is now earning a lot more money, um, compared to someone who lives in Timbuktu and has got a promotion and earns more money, you're much more likely to be jealous of your neighbour. Why is that? And the theory there is that, well, you know, of course, some people might not be jealous at all. But if you were, it's because your neighbour has the same access to the same resources that you have, you're competing effectively, whereas you're not with the person who's in Timbuktu. Kind of makes sense. And actually sticking with the rather crude example of wealth, another interesting point is that if you're asked whether you're more jealous of Bill Gates and his wealth or your neighbour's wealth, who happens to you know, be a little bit wealthier than you, almost everyone says their neighbour's wealth for similar reasons. Because whatever Bill Gates has got, it's very unlikely that you're going to want everything else related to his life. We'll come back to those later on in terms of, you know, what you can do about those, because I think they're kind of fairly low level. And a lot of people have those fleeting thoughts, don't they? You know, when you, I don't know, see your neighbor's car or something and think, wow, they've got this shiny new thing and I've got this clapped out banger that keeps breaking down. But what about if jealousy is a bit more malicious and is pathological? So some of you may have heard of something called Othello or Othello Syndrome, as in Othello the Shakespeare play, where the king murders his wife believing that she'd had an affair. And and that's an example of morbid jealousy. And what's shocking to me is how many people are in relationships like this. Um, I've probably come across hundreds over the years that, divulge this in the consulting room and it's a bit of a shock because often you you know in general practice you know the whole family but then when you hear about the behaviour of someone's partner and how controlling they can be, how there's a lack of trust or how they blame uh, their partner for their own jealous behaviours or you know suspicion creeps in where they start going through all of their partner's things um, and accusing them of giving too much attention to, to other people. That kind of stuff is is damaging. And it's really hard to live um, under the cosh like that, you know, a little bit like you know being a victim of narcissist abuse. I think it's really sad and it's very difficult because it's not easy to spot that you're in this kind of relationship until it's too late sometimes. And getting out of these relationships is is difficult because the other person is so jealous and often so controlling that you um, you're stuck there are some um, resources for that which i'll post in the show notes can jealousy be a good thing well you know what a little bit of jealousy um, is probably quite good if you think about sports for example and competition jealousy definitely plays a part there because otherwise you wouldn't want to you know wrestle that gold medal um off your competitor or try harder to beat someone and and that kind of jealousy really has roots in childhood if you think about when we're infants we tend to um have the focus on us um particularly if you're an only child and the whole concept of rivalry develops in early life, doesn't it? If you're a child who then goes on to have a sibling, um, one thing that is very common, and, and again we see a lot in, in general practice, is that the behaviour of the older child regresses a little. And some anger um, is essentially normal. But it's when that response is what we call maladaptive, you know, where it becomes a problem often stems from insecure attachments. So if a child feels really secure with his or her mother in early life, um, then that, that feeling of jealousy um, is not felt so strongly. I think the fact that jealousy is something that manifests from a young age is quite important because it teaches us that it's something that is, in a way, not our fault. It's natural but to stop the ball rolling where it becomes toxic and you're overcome with jealousy which is something that i have seen in others the way to to do that really is firstly to notice um what or whom you're you're jealous of and then you know the thing that um i think helps a lot of people is to to actually you know so let's take a real life example let's say that one of your friends wins the lottery and it's life-changing money, so he or she never has to work again, and you're stuck um, working, you know, your socks off in your job, and finding it hard to make ends meet. Now, you know, I don't know anyone who wouldn't be slightly jealous there at at the very least. But I've I've noticed that people that put others down without acknowledging their strengths, or you know, just can't handle the fact that something good has, you know, come to someone else. Actually often internalise that emotion and then that ends up affecting them. It's um, almost like, um, you know, if, if you kind of don't let go of that emotion that the jealousy breeds within you because i mean that example i've just given you know there's no doubt i would feel jealous i'm telling you right now but it you have to sort of let it pass because you can't hold on to that and think anything but hey you know what good for them i'm glad it happened to my friend rather than some random stranger that that's the problem with jealousy because it you wouldn't feel jealous as jealous in a way. If it was a random stranger, it's fact. It's the fact that this friend is in your social circle that almost triggers the jealousies. Fascinating psychology in a way, and that whole you know keeping up with the Joneses and and becoming slightly taken in by what other people are doing. And I think the answer to that is just focusing on what you're doing. It it, it takes a lot of maturity, and I see it a lot in teenagers um, with getting the latest phone or trainers or whatever it is but you know their brains are still developing they're still using that monkey brain that I talk about on other episodes and and that's what jealousy is about you know it's, it triggers that mesolimbic system that part of our brain where we suddenly think about reward and you know it's very irrational in some ways and I think You know, the the adult thing to do is to notice your own jealousy. And if you're someone who's quite impulsive, the danger with letting that jealousy fester is that, you know, you might look at your neighbour's car and then suddenly go online, order yourself one and realise you don't have the money for it and get yourself into a lot of debt. So in a way, although jealousy seems like this slightly low-level emotion it is a bit of a gateway to other problems if you're not careful the other thing is that the more you notice your own jealousy if you like the more you see it in in other people but it's easier to accept it and and if you see other people doing things fueled by jealousy in a way you you might as well take that as a compliment i think the reason I, i wanted to cover this is that actually at low levels i think jealousy is quite a good thing For example, in competition, such as sport. But at the other extreme, it's really toxic and can be quite dangerous. And there aren't many things like that. The only other one I can think of is stress, but that's something that is not really an emotion. It's it's a sort of invisible physical and mental thing. But jealousy is very specific. So my favourite sort of real life jealousy story is about someone who I used to see fairly regularly about, well, let's just say over 20 years ago, and you know, you lose touch and met up with this person recently. And what, what used to happen back in the day is that anything that would come up in conversation about anyone, this person, they would say something negative or you know, demeaning about it. For example, if you're in traffic in a car with them and you pass, I don't know, a gorgeous new Ferrari and you say, wow, that's an amazing car, they would just say, oh, well, actually, the guy driving it looks like an idiot, car gets you from A to B, it's a total waste of money. That kind of thing. And as you'll know from my episode on behaviours and behaviour change, um, your behaviours sort of define you, and actually, because this person has this trait or had this trait, after a while it becomes a bit toxic. You know, if you say something good about someone else, they will gently, passive aggressively slay it down. You know, for example, hey, Andy Murray's playing well this season, isn't he? Well, he's not as good as Roger Federer. You know, that type of thing. Almost the opposite of CBT, where you kind of flip a positive onto something or reframe it this person (laughs) will sort of frame a negative on something on on everything and it made me categorize them as a very jealous person because you'd occasionally get this venom when it was something related to things that they were good at but now I understand it more I realize this is you know natural in some ways for a lot of people particularly if you've been programmed to be successful in inverted commas and you're competitive which I'm no stranger to in the the city that I live in but I saw this person uh not that long ago I'm being vague on timelines on purpose but what was amazing is that that trait had completely gone because of the journey that that person had taken in their life since I last saw them over 20 years ago. Gone was this kind of toxic negativity and hatred towards everyone and everything. And it was replaced by genuine compassion and, and happiness for others. And I asked them, I said, can I be really honest with you? You've got a glow about you. What's going on? You're, you're nothing like you were years ago. And it was, it was really a story of lessons that life throws at you, all sorts of things, loss, failed relationships, and reading signals from other people, telling them that something needed to change. And, you know, seeing them again just reinforced to me that emotions like jealousy can come from all sorts of sources, including low self-esteem and, you know, feeling hard done by. But we have a choice. And actually, accepting that you are enough or you have enough or just letting that fleeting momentary jealousy just pass over you is the way to go. Because that way it doesn't stick and it doesn't become toxic. It doesn't fester. And that means you've got more headspace for, for the good stuff. Okay, listen, quite an unusual episode but it's a topic that I'm interested in. I hope that's given you some insight into it and maybe your own life or others that you know that may have difficulty coping with with jealousy as an emotion. I'd love to hear from you. Tell me about, you know, any experiences that you've had with jealousy. Maybe your, um, you know, views have changed over the years as well. Find me on Instagram, Twitter or my Facebook page. And once again, thank you for listening. I really appreciate the fact that more and more of you are listening each week. It's great. It really means so much to me. In the meantime, do look after yourself. Take care. And until we meet again, bye for now.